Welcome to Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness, a tool available to everyone to empower us to be more self-aware for greater control of our life experiences. I am MJ Bleehart, storyteller, author, creator, philosopher, and your guide through simple mindfulness tools, conscious reality creation, and similar applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week's topic, what you believe, positive or negative, is true. Positive or negative, what you believe is your truth. It is true. Even if you don't buy into the law of attraction or the idea that like attracts like or consciousness creates reality, this is a law of nature, just like gravity, thermodynamics, and all the others. Ergo, it still exists and does its work whether you believe in it or not, whether you're conscious of it or not. Look, you don't think about gravity, do you? You simply cling to the planet. You don't get thrown off if you jump too high. If you fall off a building, you hit the ground. Gravity works whether you believe in it or not. The law of attraction is exactly the same, and there is scientific basis for this idea. But that notwithstanding, what you believe is true, and that's part of the law of attraction. However, and this is where most people get totally messed up by this, it's all about your unique, one-of-a-kind, singular perspective. Einstein said it best when he said, reality is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent one. What that means, at least how I translate that, is reality is what you perceive it to be. That means that no two people see or think of reality in exactly the same way. All of us have our own unique, one-of-a-kind perspectives on reality. That can get really complicated because, let's face it, there are 8 billion people on this planet, or very nearly 8 billion. The point is that means that there are 8 billion completely separate perceptions of reality. How is that even possible? Science is going to tell you that reality is a construct made up of the very same particles of light and energy that all of us are made up of. Everything in the universe at its most base root core is made of energy. What that means is that you and I, the stars, subatomic particles, the galaxies, everything that you can conceive of is made of energy. Like attracts like. All energy vibrates at a frequency and similar vibrations come together and vibrate together. That is why like attracts like. That's why the law of attraction is a law of nature and hence why what you believe is true. Now, we all share certain common beliefs to a lesser or greater degree, which we agree upon in the collective consciousness. By and large, these include things like the sky is blue, grass is green, clouds are white unless they're storm clouds, and then they tend to be a really nasty shade of gray to one degree or another. Point here is, the collective consciousness is still made up of all of our individual realities, and even though we agree on certain things, our perception is still colored by our environment, our upbringing, our education, our experiences in this life. And because no two people are the same and we all have unique 
singular experiences, all of us, as such, perceive reality individually. This is part of why what you believe is true. But here's where we start getting into a few of the nastier little details of this concept. One of them is toxic attitudes. Toxic attitudes generally get focused towards toxic positivity, because let's face it, toxic positivity is far too dominant in certain narratives today, and people practicing toxic positivity give positivity an overall bad name. If you're not familiar with the concept, toxic positivity is the notion that everything is good, or you should at least focus on everything being good and positive, and all negative should be disregarded, ignored, and not allowed to exist in your mind. The problem with this is that it's BS. It doesn't work because the universe is made of yin and yang. For everything, there are opposites, and you can't have the one without having the other. Ergo, you need negativity. Also, Negative happenings sometimes spur positive outcomes. So for that reason, disregarding, ignoring, or pretending a negative doesn't exist doesn't serve you. So this is where toxic positivity becomes problematic. But there's also toxic negativity. Toxic negativity is this concept that people get dragged into that nothing means anything. Everything is worthless, nothing we do matters, and no matter what you do, you will be a victim of circumstances, you have no control, and fate is going to play its hand with you whether you like it or not. It gets to the point where it becomes so dominating that people refuse to even think about there being a possibility of more. Now, this often occurs because we live in a fear-based society and because we're constantly being sold things to be afraid of and ideas of this, that, or the other thing getting in our way, we end up generating a toxic negativity that's equal to and just as powerful and disempowering as toxic positivity. Here's the key to both of these. These are extremes on opposite ends of a spectrum. Now, I used to refer to this as opposite sides of a coin. You've got positive on one side, negative on the other, up on one, down on the other, etc. But it's not a coin. And the reason it's not a coin is because the space between the two extremes isn't the thin width of a coin. It's a far broader width. Think more in terms of a cylinder. Most of us exist somewhere between the two extremes on the cylinder. But just for added fun and color, the cylinder is not solid. It's flexible. So it can shift and change and you can, before you know it, find yourself closer to one extreme or the other than you thought. Wherever you are on that cylinder, you get to choose. Do I face towards positive or face towards negative? This is a huge part of why what you believe is true. Let's get into a little more depth here with this. What you believe is true, but it's as you choose it to be. I need to make a couple of things clear. The first is that this isn't literal, because belief is seldom completely literal. Thoughts, feelings, and intentions exist in each of us individually. And who's in your head, heart, and soul? You. And only you. Even when you take the ideas that were shared by other people and make them your own in some way or other, 
it's still only you inside your head, heart, and soul. There is nobody else seeing from your eyes, hearing from your ears, smelling from your nose, or tasting with your tongue other than you. For a lot of people, this can be very hard to accept. And even though we fight against loneliness and being alone, the truth is we're always just ourselves. We're never somebody else. And because of that, we're the only one who holds any belief, value, or habit that we hold. Somebody else may have influenced it along the way, but we're the only one capable of having it because nobody but you is in your head. Let's get into where this gets a little more complicated, which is our subconscious beliefs are why belief is seldom completely literal. That's the problem we run into with this idea is everybody loves to take things literally. They want it to be something solid that they can touch. Most of the things that we believe, our values, our beliefs, and our habits exist in our subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is the equivalent of a computer hard drive. It is full of data and information, which is often simply there, and you don't recognize it as being there until you access it. And sometimes you access it by making a choice to go look for that file that you needed to find, open that program that you haven't opened in five years. And sometimes something comes up that brings it to your attention. Maybe you were just looking through your files and go, oh, hey, I remember that. And the next thing you know, you're opening a Word doc you haven't looked at in 15 years and pulling something up out of your memory. That is how your subconscious brain actually works. Now, because that's how the subconscious brain works, it's full of beliefs and values that we don't even know are there anymore until something awakens within them and shows them to us. And a lot of the time, we have zero control over this because a random happenstance occurred, a freak occurrence happened, something went on that brought us to that place that we haven't been in a very long time. And the next thing you know, your subconscious is awake and you're looking at it from your conscious awareness. That is where we get the ability to take control of our beliefs and our truths. Because everything that you believe, all of your beliefs, values, and habits exist in your subconscious mind. And the only way that you can access and then change them is via mindfulness. Mindfulness is your conscious awareness, and it is a product of the now. It only works at the moment in the here and now. Mindfulness is conscious awareness of your thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions. What you're thinking, what and how you're feeling, the intentions you have, and any actions you do or don't take connected to that are all part of mindfulness. When you're mindful, you gain the ability to take control and choose your truth for yourself. That's why what you believe, positive or negative, is true, because it's true for you. And this is a personal thing that's based in belief that's often not literal. For example, if as a small child you had a parent who railed against money, railed against wealth, constantly made statements to the effect of money doesn't grow on trees, only the wealthy can do anything in this world and make any change, wealthy people aren't good people, and similar statements that on the one hand are kind of innocuous, 
but on the other hand, embed themselves into your subconscious brain. And then, once you're an adult, as you're trying to make money and make more of your life, you're running into struggles because subconsciously, your brain is reminding you that money doesn't grow on trees. The wealthy are the only ones with power and they're not good people. So why would you be able to get money and why would you want to be wealthy? That runs counter to your desired belief, but because it's in your subconscious, it's sitting there just nagging at you and impacting your habits and your values unless you consciously, mindfully dig it out, look at it, and work with it to make any changes. This is why if you believe in the negative, in lack, scarcity, and insufficiency in this world, that's your truth. On the other side of that same cylinder, if you believe in the positive and possibility, potential, and abundance, that is your truth. Hence, what you believe, positive or negative, is true. When you are consciously aware of this, you can alter it if it's not what you desire for it to be. One very, very important caveat here. Bad things will still happen. Even if you are mostly a positive person and your attitude is largely a positive attitude, you're still going to experience bad things because guess what? That is part of human nature. That's part of life. Everybody experiences these things. Everybody loses people they love, literally and metaphorically. Everybody experiences changes to their body they don't desire. Everybody has things happen to them that they didn't even remotely want, like car accidents, or getting fired, or dumped, or injured in some way. And when it happens, you're going to react to it. And in all probability, that reaction is going to be negative. Guess what? That's okay, because it's valid. It's the way you should feel. When that happens, and you're grieving, or you're suffering, or you're otherwise not in a good place, you have that immediate period where, okay, yep, it happened, and I'm peeved, and this is where I'm at. But in time, you get to choose. Do I stay here and let this hold me down, or do I choose to look for something positive, to use this thing to spur me into action, because that's something that each and every one of us is empowered to do. And that is why what you believe, positive or negative, is true. Don't make yourself crazy overthinking this, because it's really, really easy to do. Just keep in mind that you have far more power than you realize, and a little self-awareness and a little bit of mindfulness practice can help you change your life how you might desire for it to be. It won't probably be instantaneous, it might take time and effort and work, but the possibility and the potential exist within you, no matter who you are, where you come from, or what you've experienced thus far. You are an incredible, powerful, aware creator. Self-awareness will show you that what you believe positive or negative, is true. And if you don't like what it is, you are empowered to change it. Let's get into this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. This particular tool requires something to happen. It's going to be related to an event that may or may not occur immediately. It might not occur 
today. It might not occur for weeks. It might not occur till who knows when. What I'm talking about is when something happens, and let's use this week, but it might not happen this week. But let's say that during the course of the week, something unexpected happens, something that frustrates, distresses, and otherwise puts you into a negative headspace. After that perfectly valid initial reaction, consider what has happened. What random happenstance was it? What strange occurrence occurred? What did you experience? Because what you believe, positive or negative, is true, and after something bad happens, it's easy to get dragged into and stay with the negative. This is a choice, however, after a time. Yes, you're going to initially react the way you're going to react, and it's perfectly valid. But at some point after that initial reaction, you have a choice. And I want to explore how to figure that choice out. So... Here's the exercise. Step one, write it down. Write down what it is that happened, that thing that made you feel frustrated, distressed, disturbed, unhappy, or whatever it was. Two, explain why it generated the emotion it generated. What about what happened caused you to feel the way that you felt? And this might require a little bit of analysis, but specifically try to look at the time of the occurrence and what it was about it that made you feel negative. Three, now that you've had some time removed from it, how are you feeling? Are you neutral towards it? Are you still feeling angry, upset, or otherwise negative? Or are you starting to move towards positive? Because four, if negative, can you refocus to find and or create a positive? Is there something you can take from this bad thing that occurred that was completely random and outside of your control and turn it around and make something amazing out of it? Create something better. Because often, that's a choice that we all have. This exercise is meant to show you how self-awareness and mindfulness empower you to change any belief that you hold. Because, as I've said over and over again, and the topic of today is... What you believe, positive or negative, is true. Thank you for joining me for Self-Awareness for Everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed sharing in this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and learning other tools for optimizing our life experiences. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me via Instagram and Twitter at MJBleeHeart and on Facebook at BleeHeartMJ. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Please take a moment to explore the Etsy shop from Fee Mahoney, the talented and awesome creator of my cover art, Atalia's Inspirations. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn, at titaniumdawn.com, my articles at mjbleehart.medium.com, and my various published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon. I hope that you are discovering how self-awareness can be found via mindfulness and applied to improve not only your life experience, but maybe that of the people around you. Finally, as always, please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be.